Welcome to Opinions Like A-Holes, everybody, your favorite pop culture podcast where we have opinions most of them stink. My name is Michael Zampino. With me, as always, is Hilton Price. Turning on my headset as we start to record. So hearing myself so much louder. Therein lies the problem with a headset that needs to be turned on. Uh, Therein lies the problem with anything that needs to be turned on is I'm not good at it. Well, since the 19, what, 70s? Well, no. Well, we were all We've good just at turning been stuff plugging on. Plugging headphones in and then they're on. That's, oh, well, that is how you turn them on. Well, here's the deal. In the 70s, it was a lot easier to turn things on. That is just proven. That is science. What are you saying? I am saying that we are more. Are you saying that people were easy in the 70s? Every and people single, were just giving it out there. Every single one of them. Uh, just a bunch of sluts. The whole. Well, the whole lot of us. I thought that was 69. Uh, nice. nice. <laughs> 70s. The Every, summer of fuck. Here's the deal. <laughs> right? Isn't that what they called it? Here's the deal. I'm going to prove you a little something here. Um, Ooh, prove me. I'm going prove to you, prove you a little something here. Um, okay. Uh, 70s, the decade of fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, when was I born? It was like 79. 1979. 79er, bro. Right, right on the end. <laughs> 79. Uh, if you don't know what a 79 is, that's when one person lays with their head by the other person's genitals and the other person turns around and, <laughs> and, and leans away. That's a 79. Uh, we, we, we discussed off mic, uh, the other day what a, a 96 there was. A 96 is so close. It's where you like 69, but you turn back to back and mm-hmm. then it's just like butts on neck. Just go to sleep. Just, so just, just, fart, just farting on fart each, other's each other's necks. necks. Yeah. <laughs> Farty necks. Yeah, if sixty nine is hot the, nectar, it really just goes to show. If sixty nine is the hottest number, ninety six is the worst number. Ninety six is the number of disappointment um, of so missed, missed opportunity. I work with one of my uh, best friends that I've had since high school, uh-huh. and uh, we tend to get very juvenile uh, with each other. And our our new running joke is anything that ends with nine, we end we we pretend like. 29 dude <laughs> it's so stupid the other day i got back from a sales call and i was logging my miles and i was like chris guess how many miles i drove today he's like how many i was like 60.9 dude <laughs> nice nice it's always nice that's the thing it's, it's it's so stupid it's very stupid but you gotta have stupid because it, you're at work it's a good time yeah 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 yeah, yeah. it's a good gotta time get just get day. silly gotta get through the day getting silly with it no 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 getting silly with it yeah that's 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 the big silly style big silly style was the name of the album yeah as it should be as it should be um oh fun how's your week been you know it's been uh it's been good there was another random late uh snow Winter. We got another snow here in, so, in Oklahoma. If I recall correctly, uh, November, December, and January, which are oftentimes the cold, wintry months of the year. Even February into February. Well, let me start with January. Okay. They, they were all okay. mild. Okay. okay. That's true. Spotless. Oh, it all it waited. Was there any snow in December or January? I don't believe there was. I don't recall any. I don't believe I there don't was. recall any. February, though, we had two snow events here. Mm, mm. Early on in the With month. With ice? And then later in the month. Yeah, the first one was a lot of snow and ice. I slept uh, at the hotel by work for a couple yeah. of weeks. Not the meth hotel by work. No, that not one, the spooky You can't sleep one. there, first off. Too much meth. Well, yeah. And the other one. You're but too I busy taking shit apart. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> taking apart that TV. Um, the uh, There's a nice hotel by work, and they put us up there when we have to stay which one's the nice one? Uh, it's like the like the Inn and Suites. Nope, oh, yeah, yeah. nope, no, it's not the nice one. 
It was something. I don't know. It was nice. I still smoked pot out the back door, but whatever. The Hollywood Hotel? That's the one. That was the one. Isn't that the one from the Muppets? Yeah, that, that's like, definitely <laughs> the one from the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> then Anywho, there was a second then, snow yeah. event. Uh, it was just snow, mm-hmm. less ice. Mm-hmm. That one I, I managed to not sleep at a hotel near work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last uh, this past week, we had another snow event into March. 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 It came in like a lion, a snowy lion. A snow lion. A snow lion. Mm. Uh, Have you ever played? The scariest kind. That's the, uh, because the thing about a snow lion is it's snow, but it's also a lion. You used to be able to escape from a lion in the snow. Because they're like, not a cold. They're like, I don't like the cold. I belong in Africa. What is this snow? This is not my climate. Not not right for me. That's right. Yeah, it's, that's what the li- lion says. I'm fine in it. I right. used to snowboard. I'm cool. Yeah. We're, Cold, even. Yeah, we're like, well, just look at me. I bundled up. Yeah, yeah. You've got Ooh. a little bit of hair. You you can get like a little cold. Be layers. Wear layers. Layers, baby. Layers. layers. I got jackets. That's the trick. I got jackets, lion. Now you got a snow lion. Yeah. You're like, I don't give a fuck about the cold. Cold never bothered me anyway. Yeah. I'm frozen. Yes, lion. yeah. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. It's dude. got snow powers. Let it go, now. Lion. We're all dead. Let lion. Let that gazelle go. <laughs> let Giselle go. <laughs> let let Giselle Bunchin go. Here's the deal. Uh, there have been too many problems with lions attacking Giselle Bunchin. She is constantly running from lions. That poor woman. Uh, and just trying to exist. Yeah, just trying to be beautiful and perfect and show you what an outfill will not look like on you. Is that Tom Brady's wife? Maybe. Was Seal? I don't know. No, that's... Uh, what's her face? Oh, God, I can't remember oh, anything right now. Oh, uh, Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's right, right? Martha Stewart. Mar- Chrissy Stewart. Yes. Martha Teigen. Martha Teigen. <laughs> Martha Teigen. Um, who is so good on Twitter. Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and Sarah. That is who Seal is married to, is Tegan and Sarah. Tegan and or Sarah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, and, and. Tegan and Sarah. <laughs> no, not now the band is called Tegan and or Sarah, because sometimes only one shows up. <laughs> the other one's hanging out with Seal. <laughs> um, They're in a re- weird three-way with Seal. My great-grandmother. And sometimes only one can show up to the concert. Exactly. Because well, the other one's getting banged out by Seal. <laughs> Here's the deal. If Seal. This is terrible. <laughs> if you have the opportunity to spend time with Seal or do anything else, spend time with Seal. He, Where is Seal from? Is he British? Yes. Okay, that's he what I thought. He is very British. That's what I thought. He is very British. Because I almost said famed American singer, and then I was like, wait, he is Fam- definitely not American. Famed British I American singer. I do not singer. remember him being from, like, New Jersey. <laughs> Can we... Do British people like to be referred to as British American if they live in America? Uh, like, we discussed it. They, uh, I'm o- British American. Uh, OBE, right? Britarian. O-B-E-Y-N. That's what O-B- they prefer. <laughs> that, that, yeah, my bad. My bad. Asterisk. See, of, the see British last episode. of the British Empire of gynecologists. <laughs> yes, exactly. A lot of people don't know, uh, we call back to previous episodes a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot. And that's, You've got to listen. If you haven't, if this is your first episode, go back to episode one. If this is your first episode, how? Th- welcome. Why? No, not why. Because well, we're great. That's fucking why. That's fucking why. Because someone was like, hey, you got to listen to these. you got to listen to these two idiots. <laughs> Someone's like, have you heard opinions like a-holes? Have and the other person's like, yes, all the fucking time. And then and and like, no, 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 I mean the podcast. Like, no, it's, oh, it's just two no. white guys. Oh, great. Sold. <laughs> wait, two white guys have a podcast? Fuck. Are, wait, are they mediocre? <laughs> Very. <laughs> <sighs> uh, Hail Satan. 
You know, what are we going to do? What, are, what, are, what? What's on deck today? Is there anything Here's worth the talking deal. about? If I a lot of stuff happening in the world. A lot is happening in the world, and we are going to talk about none of that. Uh, because that's for another show. That's, that's definitely another show. If only we would have such a show. Sampino, when will we have such a show? It's coming, baby. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Um, I don't know if you've seen uh, my my uh, the the co-host of of said upcoming show. Nope. Uh, uh, experienced a, a a loss. Oh. Um, oh and, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And so there's been uh, uh, some delays due to that, which is totally understandable. Of course. Of course. Um, for um, from uh, losing his father. So you know. Um, so um, our, our hearts go out to absolutely uh, uh, members of our team, uh, both new and old, uh, mm-hmm. and we will uh, have hopefully something new to announce very soon. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We uh, we've got all the uh, the theme music finalized, um, provided to us by the amazing Sean Kintz, who we're going to have on the show uh, to promote it as well. Nice. Um, hopefully, maybe even hopefully next week. Um, we'll see. Yeah. After that. Um, and then uh, the guest, we're gonna have to go find the chair. We got, we got. I got. I made cover art. We did. Oh, uh, we're gonna have to pick up around here. Yeah. I even Hilton. I even. I I had somebody compose and write and record music for this show. That's not how music happens. No. Do you know how music happens? You hit the demo button on your fucking keyboard and then you record it. Yes. That is exactly. Allegedly. Allegedly. Do not sue me keyboard manufacturer <laughs> here's the deal um that th- would be the weirdest cease and desist letter of all time it's never gonna happen mike here's the deal their version it's fair use dun 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 i added dun 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 mine go- our version dun 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 there's there's one extra beat in there it's very different it's one extra beat. do not hang me off a balcony by my ankles look you change it what do you have to change it 10 percent suge knight said it was fine Sugar Knight said, Sugar Cube Knight, the Sugar Cubes Knight featuring Bjork said it was fine. Shanghai Knights told me that it was just fine. The movie Shanghai Knights, Sugar Cube Shanghai Knights, Sugar Cube Rush Hour 2 Shanghai Knights said it was fine. Man, do you remember when it was just like all the rage? Like, let's just put Jackie Chan with somebody. Yeah. uh, That's fish out of water scenario. And that'll be funny. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. Jackie Chan is a voice box for the Communist Party now. Is he really? Yeah. Is that true? That is true. Fuck, that sucks. Yeah. He is uh, promoting Chinese government ideas and policies. Well, Jackie, knock that shit off. In fact, too many concussions. Too many concussions. Doing his own stuff. That's the problem. That's the, you can't hit a man that often. In the head. Especially in the head. You can in like the legs and torso. They'll be fine. But yeah. in the head, no, you can't. You can't do that yeah. on television. Uh, <laughs> um, in, in your head, in your head, in your head, zombie, zombie. You zombie. turn into one. You. Do, that's the. That's the problem. A lot of people. A don't zombie realize, for the Communist Party. A lot of people don't realize cranberries. Uh, they thought they were singing about the Irish government. They were not. They were singing about the Chinese government. Uh, a lot of people don't know that cranberry. It's it's a metaphor. There were some, there were the some similarities. Cranberries are red. The Chinese flag is red. Ooh. Yep. This is mm. it's, it, it goes deep. Here's mm. the deal. When JFK comes back to claim the presidency, uh-huh. we will see. Unless George Soros can fund the revolution. Beforehand. Oh, did I, did I tell you that we got our letter? 
Did we get this week's check from Soros? No, 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 no. Um, as a member of the media, uh-huh. I, I, I finally got notification that that uh, that that the government has all been fake, and there's been a secret government in play, right? Uh, run by Q. Oh, turns out it was all real. Wait, it was Q George Soros the whole time, and no. it's like the ultimate troll. No, he's John F. Kennedy Trump Jr. John F. Kennedy Trump Jr., which the, is the weird the ultra liberal conservative. When the the child of JFK Jr., so JFK Jr. Jr. JFK the fifteenth, and Donald Trump Jr. Jr., which is Don's secret son, Don Jr. Jr. They melded. Um, have you seen Voltron style? Voltron style. No, no, it's like um, the Wonder Twins. Oh, they, Wonder Twins unite! Wonder Twins, Wonder Twins powers activate. And, That's what it is. And Don Don Junior turned into a bucket of water, and Don Don Don, Don Junior Junior Don, Don Junior Junior turned into a bucket of water, Could, and and JFK you're JF, freeze on your Don Don JFK JFK Junior turned into an ear of corn. Oh shit! And then they combine and they become and a this turd. Is true, a wet piece of corn. <laughs> Uh, and that wet piece of corn. And what are you going to do with wet corn? <laughs> run the country. Because oh, that wet piece of corn is actually the president. President wet piece of corn. President wet corn. President wet corn. A lot of people don't know. The the secret ninth season of the West Wing got weird. <laughs> uh, uh, that's a strange last name. What? Uh, where do you think it comes from? Uh, no, he's just wet corn. <laughs> he's made of wet corn. That's why his name is President Wet Corn. What do we have on deck today? Do you have anything worth talking about? Only a man hanging out in the desert staring at children. Yeah, yeah, just watching. Just watching and waiting. Just creeping behind a big old rock. Just watching them kids. Here's the thing. Um, kid watching Kenobi. Yeah, the, the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer is out. <laughs> Kenobi the kid watcher. <laughs> kid watcher Kenobi. Kid creeper Kenobi. KKK. Kid Creeper Kenobi. Oh, I don't like that one. It's let's, not, it's let's not back, okay. Let's immediately back off that one. It's not one. okay. Um, Obi-Wan, what are you doing? Regular person Kenobi. <laughs> not creeping on children, not using that alliterative letter uh, Kenobi. Uh, Obi-Wan is in the desert, mm-hmm. uh, as we saw after the end of Episode 3, Return of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith, Re- Revoke of the Sith. Did we see that, though, or did that not happen? God, I, it never happened. Okay, so we didn't see that. Here's the thing. So we pick up on Obi Wan having no idea what just happened. No, to no him. idea why he's in why the he's in the desert. But we hear hopefully him say, we get some exposition. Dump. We hear him say they lost. So I have to assume there was a battle of some kind. Some, maybe the Empire has come into power. I don't know. Maybe someday someone will. Maybe tell that's that story. why that little bit of exposition is there is for the prequel deniers. Yeah, they're like, <laughs> if you need to pretend that didn't happen. Yeah, here's him saying, well, here's a brief explanation of why I'm in the desert. <laughs> I feel seen is what it is. I feel seen. <laughs> Obi Wan's in the desert. He is watching the Lars home where young Luke has been living, being raised by his aunt and uncle, and we even see a young Luke, a little boy. And what is that little boy doing as he sits upon the the doorway of the hut? Pretending to be a, a speed racer. A pod racer. Yeah. He's doing some pod racing. Some Anakin shit. Little like father, like son action there. Yeah, I definitely was like, oh, is that just a scene of Anakin from, from Phantom Menace that they've just put in here? No. Because that's very much what it felt like, huh? And yeah, it, it well, it, it, and I think that was that's so the on intention. Purpose. Yeah, for sure. They for really sure. want to show how Luke is on a similar <laughs> path to his father. Right. Because that's gonna have to be an impetus for Obi-Wan. Right. Because Obi-Wan's like, I gotta step in here, or this guy's gonna uh get taken to the dark side by his poppy. Mm-hmm. Dark dad. Dark dad. Darth uh, Darth Dad. Darth Dad. Um 
but it also does uh, an interesting thing in that it kind of shows that impetus to do something and step in is about more than just Luke because the trailer talks about how Jedis have to help people. Right. How that urge, that Jedi honor, that Jedi code is an itch, Mm -hmm. is what the voiceover says. And we see the... And there's still an effort to rid the world of the Jedi happening. We see what we're seeing is they're they're trying to search him out to, to snuff out the last of the Jedi. And by hopefully tracking down someone doing good deeds across the galaxy, mm-hmm. they'll find their Jedi. Mm-hmm. We see two Sith Inquisitors, uh, one the white guy with the bald head. And by white, we mean I literal. Don't even, I don't mean Kate, a Caucasian. Yeah, yeah, I mean like, white as the new fallen snow. Like powder. <laughs> yeah, like powder. We see Darth. We see Sith Inquisitor Powder. Sean Patrick Flannery. Sean Patrick Powder Flannery. <laughs> um, uh, inquisiting. And then we see this uh, this new actress, uh, Moses something. I can't remember her full name, but she's going to be a new character. Okay. Um, and looks badass. It, so we've discussed how I couldn't get into The Mandalorian and I didn't watch Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, and, and, hi, Boba. And it really made me... Hi, Boba. Um, that's very, very inside. <laughs> um, we... Uh, I, I had mentioned that I, I thought that, like... I was done caring about Star Wars stuff because, like, I was like, okay, I, I couldn't get into Mandalorian, even though I tried three separate times. Yeah, um, it just did not grab me. Apologies to everyone who loved it. I'm, it's, I'm not saying it's bad either. It just, it, it I couldn't. I had to f- try too hard to pay attention, and that's not the kind of show that I'm going to keep going back to. You know, I still have not tried three times yet, but I'm gonna. But you know what did that to me? Mm. Doom Patrol. See, fair. There's a sh- there's shows that do that where uh, no matter how good someone says it is, it for some reason just doesn't grab you in the first couple episodes where it needs to, and then you can't go back. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but it made me think like, do I am I done giving a fuck about Star Wars shit? Um. But no, this I want to see. Yeah. So uh, hopefully the uh, Mandalorian book of Boba Fett stuff won't play in too much, uh, because I don't think I'm gonna spend all the time watching those to get into this one. But we'll see. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, you know, again, I, I fingies crossed. I, I think you. Well, I don't think that this will require those as much. Okay. Um, now I say that I hope so. I have not seen the Book of Boba Fett yet, mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of people online have started referring to some of the later episodes of that season as Mandalorian two point five, showing some tie-ins between right. those two. And of course, Boba Fett was introduced or reintroduced. Uh, um, into these new uh, these new stories through the Mandalorian, mm-hmm. so there was a lot more precedent for those shows to have connections. Mm-hmm. This show uh, so far has not shown any connections. I well, also, also don't know where they are parallel oh, in time. Oh no, no, you know what? That's a great point. These are not anywhere similar. Mandalorian takes place after Return of the Jedi, Episode Six. And, and this, this takes place before Star Wars, episode so we four. Are not... Had there been an episode three, this would take place right after it. Right. But obviously there was not. Right, right, uh, right. So shame. This uh, is... George talked about this stuff all the time. This is episode three. Essentially. Yeah. This, yeah, effectively, yeah. Uh, so, since prequels were never actually filmed or released, correct. this would be the earliest we've ever seen on the Star Wars timeline. Right. Yeah. Except for the Clone Wars, the cartoon. Right. That, so this is after Clone Wars forgot cartoon. the Clone Wars loophole. Completely forgot that Clone Wars loophole. Yeah. <laughs> the darn, Clone Wars Darndest laws. thing. Darndest thing. <laughs> um, now, uh, another show uh, that may have some relevance here that neither of us really ever talk about on the podcast is Star Wars Rebels, which is the cartoon, the CGI cartoon, that takes place 
um, before A New Hope, if I'm not mistaken, before the original Star Wars. Right, which is when this is taking place. Exactly. So where this takes place in regards to Rebels and back and forth, I don't know. Got it. Because Rebels has um, some climactic battles between characters whose stories would have started in the prequels had they ever been filmed. Correct. Uh, Like, for instance, there's a character... Uh, that shows up in the Clone Wars and allegedly shows up in Rebels as well, called Darth Maul. Yeah, yeah. Uh, really neat take. Uh, seems like he would have been great in a movie. But it would have been wild to see him on screen would for more than 11 loved, minutes. Would have loved to seen him. Even 11 minutes would have been fine if that had been a thing. Yeah. Uh, 11 whole minutes of this guy on screen would have been neat. Isn't uh, that what it was? Was uh, it 11? Uh, had there been a film? Maybe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, Wouldn't it have been wild to see, like, Samuel L. Jackson in a Star Wars movie. Man, that'd be cool. You know who he would have been good? There's a character in Clone Wars named, oh shit, what is his name? Mace Windu. Yeah, yeah, he could be he good. Been he could have been, he he's even, been good. He's also uh, this 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 tall, thin, uh, bald-headed black man, which okay, well, obviously, just visually, right. is an easy cast. Loves to say motherfucker. He does. There's a surprising amount of the word motherfucker. Mace Windu in, in loves the, in the to say Wars. motherfucker. It's weird, because it's a kid's cartoon, so you wouldn't expect it that much, but it's, it's really... A lot of people don't know. May the force be with you, motherfucker. (laughs) The full title is The Motherfucking Clone Wars. (laughs) Um, This looks good, though. Yeah, this looks real good. Uh, And I hope for your sake. We are on one today. Are you feeling it? Uh, We are. We are, like, jacked up on coffee and all punchy. We're more turned on than you would think I could get anyone. Uh, In the 1970s. (laughs) We are 70s turned on. We're 70s horny. (laughs) Everybody in the the 70s is just all jacked up on cocaine and, and, and... and boners, <laughs> cocaine and boners. <laughs> I was gonna say boner pills, but then I was like, "Oh, they didn't, no, they didn't have those yet." They didn't have, but you also just, didn't need them. You that's true, because everyone was true. that turned on just naturally. Yeah, that's why a lot of people don't know that pants were different in the seventies, and yeah. it's because of erections. Well, they they were made so that when you walked, they would they would ca- caress you in a way to arouse you. Yeah. in public, and then you're like, "Oops, public! I got a b- public boner, a public bone." And then next thing you know, people are, are are looking at it. And then next thing you know, you're banging on the subway. Putting on a pair of pants in the 70s was simply a way to encourage you to take off a pair of pants. Exactly. Look, it was just a temporary thing. Hey, real quick. Do I see that you have two Oscars on your pops there? Yes, I do. Do you have a regular Oscar with just his hands on his hips? Yes. Is that the other one? Okay. Okay, because I saw him yesterday and didn't buy him. And then I have Oscar with the With, scare, the, with the monkey. Or with the... Or the scarecrow. Yeah, that could have been made by a two-year-old monkey on a farm. That's what it is. Because <laughs> um, you know all those monkeys on farms? A lot of monkeys building stuff. On farms. <laughs> on a farm. Yes, on a farm. A monkey farm. Don't act like that's incredulous. That's, that is a real thing that happens in, 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 in the world. All those world. farms in the jungle? I drove past three monkey farms on my way here today. Mm. And that's just on Harvard here in Tulsa. Have you ever heard the song Snake Farm? I have. No, I've never have. Who's it by? No, I think it's called Snake House. No. Okay, still no. It's real gross. Okay, but Snake Farm would be a good story. Wait, is it Snake Farm? Monkey Farm. A lot of people don't know the show is called Monkey Farm. It's a show now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, it is is called Snake Farm. Snake Farm. It's by Ray Wiley Hubbard. That's not a person. Stop making up names. Listen, do you want to hear the lyrics? I'm not even a little bit. Sn- it, uh, uh, this is the chorus. Snake farm. I said no. It just sounds nasty. Snake farm. Well, it pretty much is. Snake farm. It's a reptile house. Snake farm. Ugh. 
<laughs> okay. Okay, honestly, yeah. Are you biting? Did it make you bite? It made me bite a little bit. Well, Ramona, I, well, I, a woman I love is named Ramona. She kind of looks like Tempest Storm, and she can dance like Little Egypt. She works down at the snake farm. All right, we're playing some Madonna. Got us again. This is not Snake Farm, Hilton. No, it's Madonna. I told you. When did this happen? It's a new remix of Frozen. Let it go? Yeah. No, it's not. Frozen by Madonna? No, Frozen by Disney. No, it's not that Frozen. <laughs> it's a, it's a, uh, you are operating under the assumption I've heard Frozen by Madonna. You are a huge Madonna fan. And I am? I didn't know that about myself. She sounds great. Madonna sounds different. Well, you haven't heard her in so long. You don't know. Did you ever see that story about her having a photo on her Instagram from someone else's body with her head photoshopped on it and her pretending it was her? No, but she is like 65. She's allowed to do dumb shit. It was like in 2015. Look up like 2015 Madonna Photoshop. It's such a weird thing. Uh, There was like this girl in a Joy Division shirt, this like... You know, real cute, like a little emo goth girl uh, in a Joy Division shirt. And then all of a sudden, it pops up on Madonna's Instagram with her face photoshopped oh, on yeah. it. And, like, not really all that well either. Yeah, it really is. It's just not a great. <laughs> I see it. And it's a, it's a, the girl's got a similar haircut. Madonna kind of had like a little 50s bob kind of thing going at the time. And this girl's got kind of a similar do. So I'm curious if this is something where. Like, a fan made it for fun, and Madonna found it and reposted it. But she said, I look good. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, right? Six years ago, a Photoshop of Madonna's head on someone else's body was posted to her Instagram account. It's still there. Weird. Isn't that crazy? She says, I look cool. Oh, I look cool. That's what But it, was. it wasn't Madonna. It was Goldie, with Madonna's head hastily Photoshopped onto her body. Goldie? Yeah. What a great name, Goldie. I was in shock, she said. I told my parents, and they still think it's a joke and can't comprehend how or why it happened. It's hilarious. <laughs> no, Madonna wouldn't do that. You're lying, honey. <laughs> Madonna. Why would you make up a story like that about Madonna? Golda, let it go, honey. Honey, you, you, listen, Madge is going to pay tribute to you. You just take it and run with it, sweetie. Goldie, obviously you need to Photoshop your head on Madonna's body. That's the only only an answer. May I recommend the cone bra from that 90s tour? Yeah. Because that will look ridiculous. And Madonna. And it was called that 90s tour. And, yeah, and it inspired that's, that's, that 70s show. That's exactly what it was. That, this is how marketing works. We are <coughs> marketing experts. <coughs> Whiz. That's why we told you about it just being two boring, uh, mediocre white guys at the start of the show. Because we know how to sell. That's right. We know how to sell things to you. I can sell mediocrity. Yeah. We can. Who, who isn't? We gained viewers... Just since this started, and there's no way to watch us. That's right. That's right. This is not a visual medium. No, no, nor will it ever be because I've seen me on camera. 
I have a lot of people that'll go, uh, why don't you put your podcast on YouTube? Why don't you film it and put it on YouTube? And I say, to which I say Fuck because you. then it's a TV show, not a podcast. That's, that's exactly how things work. Uh, I mean, look, I get it. You want to watch the people that you're listening to. Um, but a podcast is, is simply that. Yeah, it's an audio medium. We've got a face for radio. We've discussed this. Neither of us needs to be needs to be trying to like pretty up for for cameras. Mm-mm. Can only pretty up a turd so much. Yeah. Well, and do you, do you really want to? Like even a no! pre- even a pretty turd still a turd. No. If you like the sound of my voice, you won't like the look of what it's coming out. No of. No one wants to see this. No one wants to see what it's coming out of. Nah, it's an audio medium. What do we have now? What is this? This is Thom Yorkie. Oh, oh, I've heard of this. Of Thom Yorkie? Yeah, it's the um, it's a little baby dog uh, that kind of looks like a thumb. Yep, yep. It's a, Thumb it's, Yorkie. It, it, it's a little dog with a thumbnail. Yeah, and not a, I don't mean a small this picture. This is solo Thom Yorkie. Thom Yorkie without the rest of Radiohead. Mm. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people call it Radiohead. It's Radiohead. Really I, want the emphasis on the O. <laughs> a lot of people don't realize they're an Irish band. Yeah, Radiohead. Radiohead. Uh, Hi, how you listening to Radiohead? <laughs> oh, thank you for playing the new the new hit song from Radiohead. Fam Yorkie. Oh, here he's singing now. I've always. Why does everything Tom York release sound like he's dying? <laughs> I was going to say, like, it's interesting to me, like, going through a significant amount of effort to make your song sound like you it was recorded poorly. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not high enough and driving down a dark Midwestern highway to listen to this. Well, and it just, like, they did work to make it sound like it was recorded with bad stuff. Hey, hey, producer, I want my song to sound like, um, to make Sigur Ross sound contemporary. Oh, no. No, no, no. I don't want that. This sounds like another song is playing in the background. Yeah, exactly. Does it change? Does it start? (laughs) Fair. The fuck, Tom? Is this because I made fun of your name? Listen, listen, listen. Would it be better if I didn't call you Thom Yorkie to start with? He's a weird guy. He's such a weird guy. He's a very interesting guy. He's so weird. Radiohead's good, though. They're great. Radiohead's great. Yeah. How good the Benz is? Oh, Benz. Benz is is one of the, the perfect albums it's of all time. Top to bottom, every song yeah. is good. And honestly, I would almost say the same thing about OK Computer. Yeah, I I wouldn't disagree. The Benz and OK Computer are both are pretty much top to bottom perfect, perfect albums. Yeah. And even it's weird. And it may not be, maybe not every song. And they sound very different from one another. The oh, yeah. Ben's and OK Computer. And then I'm going to say, and I think Kid A almost makes that same cut. Yeah. That period of Radiohead's music from from uh, the Ben's through Kid A is just some of the most, not only fantastic songwriting, but one of the most unique evolutions of a band's sound. Just progressive. Yeah. It was just really, yeah, really like yeah. pushing. I don't know. And it, what was cool was that it was, it was really progressive, but it also managed to still hit mainstream. Yes, yeah. We were at without a- without like compromise. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, like it didn't seem like they they did anything to change the way they wrote their songs to to appeal to the mainstream, 
but it just somehow still worked. When they got weird, and that's we what stayed along for the ride. Right. Which was neat. Mm-hmm. You, and especially because when Kid A came out, Radiohead was for at least a brief moment probably the biggest band in the world. Yeah, they got us with with Creep and Fake Plastic Trees and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. and those singles. Um, and then they got weird. And then they were like, well, here's Pablo Honey. And we were, or uh, not, what was the, um, uh, uh, Kid A was the weird one. Yeah, but what was the the video with the with the little guy from uh, OK Computer? Oh, I don't know. I don't know their videos. They did fake plastic uh, little, trees and they little did little cartoon um, guy. Oh, um, Karma Police. That's the one. Thank Car- you. Karma thank Police. you. Thank yeah. you. Oh, that was yeah. It was OK Computer. Yeah. Wait, was that Karma Police? Karma Police was the and Paranoid Android. Paranoid. Was Paranoid Android. And anyways, Good anyways, stuff. love your Radiohead. You Tom, know, you know what we're talking about. Tom, call the rest of the band. They need to rein you back in, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to rein you back in. Got to get you. Yeah, you do better stuff with the other fellows. Get the band. Uh, I think a lot of you're it's like, like Morrissey. I think a lot of it's that guitar player. Morrissey needs Johnny Marr. Yeah. Tom York needs his whatever Radiohead's version of Vince Johnny Neal Mars. needs Mick Mars. Vin- everyone needs Mick Mars, uh, and Mick <laughs> Mars needs treatment. So uh, somebody pay for his medicine. Oh, that poor guy. Poor guy. He's, he's, he's still alive. Yeah. I he's still so. alive. Mick Mars is hanging on. Just, just got hurt. He's just got hurt bones. 90% sure. He's got the got them hurt bones. He is still alive, right? Take it from me. Oops. Pit Pat is Not now, Pit Pat. Pit Pat, is Johnny Mars still alive? Not now, Pit Pat. Damn it. You've you've entered too early. Do we still do it at the end of the show? Oh, of course we do. Okay. Hey, he's still alive. We have to. Fuck him. Shit, I, he's I don't think he can. Right? <laughs> oh, let's ask Angie Mar, his wife. Oh, she's pretty. Oh, boy. He's actually looking pretty good. Is this a recent picture? Is it? That can't be a recent picture. How do I know? How do Man. we even know, Hilton? Is there a even way to know? Look at him. Look yeah. at him. Hilton, calm down over there. <laughs> oh, it's just it's just neat to see him. Yeah. I know, I'm teasing. You know, poor, poor Mick. We love you, I Mick. I know. Yeah. Um, I'm not even that big a fan of Motley Crue, but I love you, Mick. Yeah, no, Motley Crue's not that kind of dicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know who else I hear is a dicks? Billy Joel. Really? Yeah, I hear William that. Joel? William, Will, Will, Will Yet Joel. Willem Joel. Willem, Will, Willet Joel. Willem de Joel. Um, but we're going to learn more about him. Okay. Billy Joel, because a biopic has been greenlit. Oh, no. Missing a few things, though. Okay. The biopic, here's the deal. When you do a biopic, it's not just, you don't just wake up one morning and you're like, I'm going to do a story on this guy. You got to get rights. If you're going to do the story about someone, you got to get the rights to their music or their 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 acting, if they're an actor. You got to get their, their content. If it's someone famous who created something, you got to get access to that. Because otherwise you're just doing a story about a guy who wrote songs, but you're not playing any of the songs people know. Otherwise you're doing that uh, that Last Days, whatever that movie Gus Van Zandt did, where it wasn't Kurt Cobain, but it was Kurt Cobain. Yeah, exactly. Or um, was it... We can't say it's Kurt Cobain, but wink, wink, you know who this is supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> um, you also got to get the rights to the person's name. Right. You can't just say their name without... If exactly, that's what I mean. That's why it wasn't yeah. Kurt Cobain in that movie. Yeah. yeah but So it's, it's not even just the music. The na- That's two separate things. Mm-hmm. So the Billy Joel biopic does not have the rights to his music. Okay. The Billy Joel biopic does not have the rights to his name. Which probably means that they're trying to make it accurately 
And Billy Joel's like, wait, you're going to actually tell people what a piece of shit I am? No. Right? It is called Piano Man. Okay. Uh, and it's by the same people that made Rocket Man uh-huh. and Bohemian Rhapsody. Okay, so it's going to be bad. Noticing a theme. Yep. Were those both bad? I did not see Rocket Man, but I did not like Bohemian Rhapsody. Really? Mm-hmm. And I know that one kind of, like, Greased over some stuff, didn't it? Kind of. Oh man, talk about yeah, yeah. By, by that, do you mean like didn't address it at all? Yeah, yes, that's yeah. what it did. Okay, uh huh. So maybe it won't be truthful because it's that same team. That's now exactly what I'm thinking. Maybe they're like there was no car accident. He hit no models. Yeah, yeah. You know, none of that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Was he married to Chrissy Teigen? I can never remember. Everybody is married to Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> <laughs> you too. Yeah. yeah, all of us. Me too. No, the band U2 is. The band U2. Radiohead and U2. <laughs> one of one is very much better than the other. Yeah. Radiohead and U2? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah Which one's, the, okay. one, the one that didn't try to shove an album on my, my iPhone. <laughs> the one that didn't write, you know, Miami. Is that... Um, no. The one that didn't write... That's really like... And all that you can't leave you behind. Can't, you can't just like unconsensually make give me an album music rape that's not okay no it's not it's not music rape's not okay what if you don't what if you're low on memory i don't i i think that's that's essentially like that's like being drunk that's you can't give consent if you're low on memory (laughs) (laughs) that's oh i don't you know here's the deal here's the deal i don't like anything you two did after 2007 and i am a generous man giving them that Mm-hmm. Let's go back to this biopic situation. Lots well, of biopics are being done. If, if you um, did a biopic on U2, what song would you name it after? Octune Baby. <laughs> uh, Unforgettable Fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what you would use? Yeah. Um, that's a little bit more serious. Zuropa. There we go. There we go. That's, yeah. that's more like it. Daddy's going to pay for your crashed car. I believe the last biopic that I saw that I thought was good was Ray. Okay, with Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I don't... I'm trying to think of if there was any after it that were good. Yeah. And there might have been, but I'm just not thinking, or I'm probably thinking that they were before, but I just think that there's been a lot of swings and misses, man. Especially Jimi Hendrix one, the... Yeah. I feel like lately um, we've seen from a everything lot. I've heard about the Elton John when it was just a similar story to to Bohemian Rhapsody where it was just you know not done well. Yeah, it's hard to tell those stories without telling the whole story. And whenever, like you said, whenever that person has to sign on, what person? How many people are are really willing to be like, yeah, totally, you know, like. Uh, I mean, and Ray's a perfect example where, like, they did show that he was uh, a drug addict and shitty uh, uh, um, uh, cheater. Yeah. You know, they did show that and and, and well, didn't gloss over it. You know, here's the deal. Um, I, I'll, I'll speak to that a little bit. When, when, when your lifestyle, when your life includes mistakes and times that you've hurt people, um, I think if you're going to move on past those moments and try and pull lessons from them and try and pull lessons from them that not only you can learn from them, but that others can learn from your experience, that is a the one of the few ways to really move forward effectively from those moments. Is to tell the story? Is to tell the story. Not gloss over it? Not mean? gloss yeah. over it. But I will say, 
being willing to tell the story on your own terms and being willing to share the story in the manner that is comfortable for you and letting someone else make a major motion picture of it, I get it. I get that even if there were mistakes that they want to move on from and lessons they want to pull from it, that not putting it in a movie would still be a mistake. I, I, no, I, I yeah, sure. It's a mistake to not agree to that because of the power that that could have. But I get people choosing that. Oh, absolutely. I get it. Sure. And, and for someone like Ray to give his blessing, Ray Charles to give his blessing to tell those stories on the big screen, that takes a lot of courage and security. Right. That's why I think it's it's the yeah, it's the the more brave thing to do is to tell your story in its entirety. But, with the good and the bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot if someone told my life story, the entirety of my twenties is just me being shitty. Yeah, it's me not being cool, man. It's me being manipulative. Um, it's me being abusive. It's me being all sorts of things that I had to grow from. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, uh my my addictions you know, not being an excuse, but uh, were a lot of uh, of why I, you know, mistreated a lot of people for a long time. And it took a lot to get away from that. Yeah. And to tell my story without that would not be telling my story. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so it's, it's tough. It's very tough. Yeah. You know, like, I don't love telling those things, talking about those things, or people hearing those things. But like I said, if you were to tell my story to the world... Mm-hmm. That's part of it. And especially for people like Billy Joel, who right. is famous, who is secure financially. And for Isn't even the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, and for honestly, even if he had some kind of cancel esque backlash, would still have plenty of supporters to support any new projects. Oh, he would gain more now, right? He, he would, yeah, he would surely gain some new followers, uh, even as, as he lost others. He would. The point is, is he can be secure in signing off to tell the whole story, to tell the dark parts, the muddy parts, and to let people pull lessons from them. You know, uh, how did there was DUI car accident? How did that happen? There was alleged incidents of um, <laughs> spousal abuse. How did that happen? There's wearing that well, haircut and, for thirty years. Explain that. And Billy. isn't there stories of just him being sort of hard to deal with, like yeah. you know, with his bandmates and stuff? And so tell those stories. Yeah, if pull that's, the if that's who you are. Yeah, pull the lesson because because that's not the whole story too. Right. Exactly. It's very rare that there's someone who is just a shit through and through all day up up and down. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a few. So, so they're out there. Yeah. So t- so talk about the people you've lifted up too. Exactly. You know? Let's hear that whole story. But uh, the important thing is, like you said, the whole story. And I need more of that because I got to tell uh, you another movie that that uh, and I'm sorry to, to cut you off, but another just dawned on me. Um, Straight Outta Compton was another movie where they really glossed over a lot of the the you know like. <laughs> Dr. Dre's uh, accusations not really uh, addressed in the film. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I I get it, especially because he's accused of raping a woman. I mean, there's there's some serious stuff there. Yeah. So. Well, and uh, domestic abuse. Domestic a lot. abuse. Okay. So it's, uh, like a series of domestic abuse allegations. So get into it, man. And, and not even allegations, I think, like full on like report, like uh, documented, like, you know, police called and reports filed. And here's the thing, if, if, if that's all how that happened, you know, and obviously these stories too often have uh, elements that we don't know. We're just the general public. We're not prey to Dre's life. Sure. You know, or we're not privy to Dre's life, I should say. Um, I'm also not 
pray. Not, not pray. Neither of us not pray. Been, I have not should, been pray of Dre, Dr. Dre. Should Dre's life... Dre pray. Should Dre's life stalk us? Hashtag Dre pray. pray. Dre pray. <laughs> um, the... There had to be a moment where he atoned for that, mm-hmm. where he expressed regret. Put that in the fucking movie. Put it in the movie. Put that in the show the weakness, show the mistake, show the atonement. That's it's how it's you, about. That's a fucking story. Well, I mean, yeah, because yeah, vulnerability is also strength. Yeah, exactly. Well, and and for anybody sitting in that audience that's had a similar journey, right? To see a resolution, to see a path forward. And, like, yeah, the bigger point is that especially uh, embracing and telling the story of the bad part, especially if you've gotten through it, can be incredibly moving for someone who might think, like, because I I spent a lot of time thinking that who I was in my 20s uh, had had meant that my future was completely set in stone and that that's that's who I was forever. Yeah. You know? Uh, And that's just not the case. You know what I mean? I'm a completely different person than I was back then. Um, and it took knowing that that person sucked ass and I needed to be a different person. Uh, so, yeah, the story of my 20s would not be a fun one to see on screen. But that's the truth. Yeah. You know? Um, Let's see. What else? What else? What that else was deep, bro. <laughs> we don't get that deep often. It's nice. We it's, do though. We I feel like we've done it so much. Never once. Never ever. Never once. You know what though? You I gotta think stay it's light. A, it's important. You gotta stay light and silly. What's next? Deadpool. Getting silly with it. Get da 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 da. Big silly style. Big silly style. That's it. Deadpool three has found its director. Uh, Sean Levy, the guy that directed Free Guy. It's now going to be taking over the latest Ryan. Did you watch Free Guy? I did not. Did you? No, but it's streaming. So we should. It's free. I mean, it's Free Guy. <laughs> Up top. Fuck yeah. High yeah. five. Yeah, smack. Um, <laughs> free Guy is a story about a guy that realizes that he's like an NPC in a video game. Um, which stands for non non fungible token. Non fungible token. That's exactly what that is. Non punchable uh, character. Non playable character. He's right. just the. The, when you're playing a game, he's one of those characters that just kind of gives you canned speech, goes through the motions. To or is just in the background. Exactly. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds is one of those. Like you're, that guy's been uh, that guy's been forging that sword for like an hour straight. I can't tell you how fast a game will lose my or a, a movie will lose my interest uh-huh. as much as if it says, "Here's a weird new take that involves video games." Oh yeah. Totally out. Okay. Didn't have not cared about Free Guy one iota since the first trailer came out. I interesting. The the idea writing a story about what an NPC goes through when you're not looking that is an SNL sketch to me. Well, it's Toy Story. It's uh, yeah. It's Toy Story. It's um. It's Wreck It Ralph. It's uh. The, you know, this is the we've seen these types of stories. Great point. Um. So it's not yeah. It's not like it's new. not a new thing. No, you just don't. I, is it so? Wreck It Ralph. Did you did you not like Wreck It Ralph? Uh, no, I liked Wreck It Ralph because that's sort of the same thing. It's not not necessarily the non playable character, but it is like the life of the video game when you're not playing. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, Touche. So maybe maybe, <laughs> but maybe that's why I didn't care about Free Guy because maybe I was like, yeah, video games when I'm not looking, been there, done that. 
Okay. Could but be. no, I didn't care at all. It just didn't. I, I remember the trailer not like grabbing me and making me think like this is something I needed to see. Exactly. I remember thinking like it might be fun. Like I bet there's some funny. I bet there's some good jokes. Every Ryan Reynolds movie has some solid jokes in it. Um, just because Ryan Reynolds is naturally funny. That's true. He's you a know? very funny guy, very charming, very engaging guy. Exactly. So nothing, you know, no movie with him in it is going to be a, a chore to watch. Yeah. You know, none of it. That's not going to be something that you have to force yourself to pay attention to. Um, but I didn't. I do remember thinking like it didn't look like a great movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we have seen the story at least similarly, but it did look a bit um, over the top. But now that it's free, though, free guy. Maybe. How about this? I got other stuff to watch, too. I'll watch it. Yeah. And I'll tell you whether it's okay. Wreck-It Ralph level. Okay, cool. Because yeah, Wreck-It Ralph is good. Well, and I don't hate midi- video game movies or games. Then I didn't think you did. No, I'm, I'm re- Ready Player One. I uh, enjoyed the hell out of that, and that had a unique take on the video game concept. The concept, And that book is so much better, too. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I still and I still enjoyed the movie. Yeah, yeah. Movie was like a different story, but they the just, same kind of thing. They needed more than one movie to tell the to do the book to do the book justice. right. Yeah, they should have done probably three. Absolutely, do one for each of the three major trials. But have you read the new book yet? I have it, and yeah. I haven't started it yet. Okay, I, it keep it, it keeps somehow getting pushed onto the back burner by other books. Uh, do you have it on Audible? Are you going to yes. audiobook it? Because mm-hmm. okay. yeah, it's Will Wheaton again. Yeah, I'm going to wait for a podcast. Uh, Will Wheaton, podcast. by the way, great follow on social media. He really is. His Facebook's a lot of fun. He's just and a really super positive guy. Yeah. Um, and and someone that you can really like witness growing in the moment. Just the other day, he he had something that he'd put up. And someone in the comment section like said, like, hey, you know, this term is actually a little bit like pejorative in this way, in this, in this way. And he immediately was like, I did not know that. Thank you very much for telling me and bringing it to my attention. And I'm like, that's how it should be done. Great example of, of how you should handle it when new information is brought brought to you not not take it as an attack and on on who you are as a person and i'm not going to change who i am or this is how i yeah or deny it yeah it's just it's a uh, uh, um what's what do we call it uh, a, a teachable moment a learning yeah. moment yeah. yeah yeah and learn and learn publicly again you know that's that's a great thing to do because how many people that are on his page that follow his page i mean i'm an example i was uh moved by it i thought in the moment this is great this yeah. is i you know but you're also the kind of guy that would would accept a teachable moment. There's people out there who wouldn't, who hopefully will see I didn't that. Used to be. No, but you you come around. You that's come what around. I mean. Like, and that's 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 what I mean about you know you're not your past. You're yeah. not dictated you by who you used to be. Because yeah. yeah, the former me would tell you to go fuck yourself. I'm fucking perfect. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I need change. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no. Now I recognize I still have lots to change. <laughs> uh, change is good. Yes, it is. We'll see some Speaking ch- of, now that now that we're not like as terrified of of dying of of, of COVID, I've you know it's definitely still out there. Um, but considering going back to the gym again, uh oh, yeah, Uh-oh. change uh, changing your routines, changing your habits, I changing you know your lifestyle. You know, I had gotten pretty. Uh, I I started doing it really regularly for a while pre COVID. You were pretty spelt. You were you were buff. No, nah, I definitely wasn't. I definitely wasn't. There but was a I lot was, of times you would just beat my ass instead I was of recording. On the way, I was getting a lot of roid rage, though. That is true. Well, you do a lot of steroids. True. Um, no, <laughs> no, I did feel like I was on my way to like at least being a healthier person. Yeah. Um, 
Well, and you didn't, in, in the time since the pandemic kicked into high gear, you didn't gain a bunch of weight back or anything. You've managed to Not a some, a not much. Bit. Okay. I'm still at a net loss. Good, good. I thought so. Yeah. I would have been surprised otherwise. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm still definitely at a net loss, and, but and I'm not. No uh, lack of love. Hey, man, if you, if folks that gain a couple pounds during the pandemic, you do you, dog. They oh, ain't that no problem there either. Understandable. Totally understandable. But Hell, now I'm ready to take it back off, I think. Yeah, well, cool, man. Go hit the gym. Get out there. Get on that rowing machine. COVID numbers are dropping in most areas. Places are uh, looking pretty well. Um, we're not seeing as many new cases. Um, deaths are still up uh, because, of course, we are about two weeks behind on deaths. So mm-hmm. so the cases you saw a couple weeks ago are impacting that. But, but yeah, no, I, I find myself uh, feeling I need a mask less often. Right. Um, I've, I've gone into more stores without it lately. Okay. Um, and definitely... Um, it feels like at least, and we saw this in 21. In 2021, there was a spot in the spring and early summer before yeah. the Delta variant kicked in the high year when we were seeing a bit of a relaxation of protocols. Oh, man. Hopefully this will not have the same outcome, but uh, I know we'll give it a chance. I'm, I'm ready to, to have that. I mean, we all are. Fuck. Oh, yeah. Everybody pretending like only some people. Like, the, the idea that, like, some of us are just like, fuck yeah, let's wear masks forever. No. Yeah. I mean, there are still environments where I could see wanting to keep it handy. No, 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 no. What I mean is, like, there's not one person that's like, I love it. I would love it if we had to forever. Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. not a person out there who exists. No, that person does not exist. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, and a lot of people act like liberals because we understand or whatever and we're willing to wear masks and we think that it's the right thing to do. They feel as if we're like, yes, absolutely. This should be our future. No. Not fun, but they also found out that like um, I think it's they 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 found out the boomers are, are are not they're all dumber than we thought they were. Oh, that's true. That's true. There's something when they were growing up. Maybe it was the lead in the walls, or the paint, or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, but they're damn, well. Yeah, there's some know? shit that they're still all recovering from. There's a reason why your uncle is a racist. That's true. There's a scientific reason. A lot of it. Yeah, is the education system that didn't help any. In. Didn't help any. And Kevin starts trying to gut it again. Anyway. Another show for that. There's another. Yeah, Kevin Stitt is awful. That's there's a there's a bill that we really need to vote no on. There's a, here's gentlemen. the thing though too. Republican and Democrat. Most governors are awful. I, the school choice should be bipartisan, voted no across the board, and no one should. It should. The, the amount of of of. Republican voters whose children will be affected negatively by this bill is astronomical. Yeah. Like, think about how much a $3,000 voucher for a school that costs $10,000 plus. Yeah. How many average people can cover the gap? Here's the deal. And how many can't and what that does. The reason you can't have school choice is because if everybody has school choice, there's going to be schools that aren't chosen. And those kids suffer. Exactly. There will still be some kids there because someone's going to have to choose it. Right. But if everyone because they has have no the choice. choice because none. they don't have the choice, that the, the illusion of choice that you've given them. Yeah. And that's the, uh, that's the whole thing is that the, the school choice, that, that, that term is an illusion. Yeah. So, and, and we're, we won't get. We no, won't, no, no, no. We'll, we, how about I don't this? I need to get too in the weeds about it. Yeah, but look it up and look up both sides, but uh, especially the one that's correct, and and, <laughs> and 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 then learn about it for yourself, and then go vote. Yeah, and vote no. Um. Anywho, uh, 
You know, it's been a weird day, Hilton. It's yeah. been a weird few weeks. It has. It's been every Thursday where it might snow overnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> like three in a row almost. Yeah. Uh, wow. Wowie zowie. Man. Um, I'm here, though. We're here. We're alive. We're live. Hilton. Yeah. We picked out new floors. For here? For here. Nice. That'll be fun. The studio is getting new flooring. Oh, cool. Yes. Don't miss these old wooden slats. I won't. Do you uh, know why? Because they're so old that if you walk barefoot on them, they will put giant splinters into your feet. Uh, ones that will make the bottom of your foot bleed significantly. Yeah, it hurts a lot. Fuck, yeah. No, okay, I'm glad you get new floors, too. Damn. <laughs> also, I'm glad that I've just happened to never been barefoot here. Holy shit. I never walk barefoot in my house, and that's why. Wow. Except for upstairs, where we've done floors. <laughs> nice. Yeah, super excited about it. We, uh, we, we, uh... Becky and I were in Lowe's and we, uh, we we paid for it and looked at each other and we were like, hell yeah, up top, we were grown grown. <laughs> we did grown up shit, real grown shit. Man, I uh, I did the the absolute opposite of grown up shit last night. Uh, I bought an overpriced video game. Ah. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I spent some frivolous money last night, but it, it was a good deal. Yeah, you got some tools for the studio. I did. I got yeah. a good deal on some new headphones. Good, good set for of headphones us. that I yeah. want to that turn you won't on. have to turn on. You can leave your turn ons at home Dur- from I now can, on. during during the intro. Well, I'm good at leaving shit at home. So. It's true. <laughs> so that'll be fine. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Man. Pick some plugs. Should we? We should. I think we should. I got a bunch this week. Good, because I got Amazon Prime. Oh shit! For one month. Yeah, free trial. Yeah, free trial. Amazon does this thing to me now where, like, every third time I purchase something from them, they give me, like, a month of Prime. Hell yeah, dude. And then you just catch up on everything you need. That's that's the way to do it. Right? And then I'm going to jump right the fuck off because I'm already paying for HBO okay. and Netflix. Yeah. And now, uh, did I talk about this last week? YouTube. Yes, you did. Okay. You did. did I, you YouTube, did. It's so worth it. We have YouTube TV, dude. Dude, it's the the not paying for the commercials. The paying so you don't have commercials on YouTube is a game changer. Okay. Well, see, we have the the YouTube TV where it's like YouTube cable. Oh wow. So yeah, like that's where I watch the news. That, that's your whole thing. That's where I watch YouTube. sports. It really is YouTube. It's really YouTube. It's not me's tube. It's YouTube. Hey, YouTube. YouTube. Hey, hey, get on the YouTube. Hey. Saw it on the YouTube. That's where you watch it. Is on the YouTube. Oh man. So what what do you got? What are your picks? Uh. Any I, plugs, first and foremost? Uh, Starlight Comedy Night is the second Friday of every month, except in April. So check out the poster as soon as we release it and find out when that date is. What happened in April? I don't know. Something's happened in the second Friday, I think. I oh, can't remember. I had that conversation like a, like a month ago. like Easter shit. Huh. Probably. They're like, oh, it's good Friday. Yeah, we can't, that, we can't. The, the Starlight's big into Jesus. We can't have a <laughs> comedy show on Good Friday. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm pretty sure Good Friday is the Friday before Easter. Uh, Christians, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, seems right. I know you will. <laughs> Mediocre Friday. Uh, but so, anyway, I don't know what the, when the April show is. But Fuck it's coming. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Uh, I know we got Julie Drake from Oklahoma City coming in. She's fantastic. I love Julie so much. Yeah, she's, she's been people. And she's just been doing nothing but rising. Growing, growing, mm-hmm. growing on A rising scene. star. Love to see it, Julie. You're awesome. All right, pick it up. Also awesome is um, uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge on Fleabag uh, on Amazon show. Prime. Becky and I need to jump back into it. We watched season one. It is a good show. It is not a happy show. No. I I, I was recommended to me by a friend at work who now I have to wonder, what does this friend think of me? (laughs) Because this is a a show about a troubled person going through troubled experiences. Yeah, I would be concerned if someone was like, hey, you should really watch this show Fleabag. I was really, so I'm really depressed last weekend. Some shit went down. I'm just not in my head. 
And I watch an episode of that and I'm like, okay, now I feel worse. And then I watched the season four finale of Insecure, uh, where there's some big revelations about the main characters uh, before we go into the final I season. Haven't been, I haven't watched that. Is and that... I was even more depressed. Oh, no. Worst one-two punch on a depressed day. Uh, but I got past it. My friend is so depressed. Exactly. Tell me about California. <laughs> um, here's the deal. Uh, Fleabag is still a very good show. And it's got a, a dark humor to it that is very British and, and, and definitely interesting. But let me tell you, don't watch it if you're feeling sad, because that will fuck you up. Okay. What won't fuck you up, The Marvelous Miss Maisel. Okay. God it? damn. Have you seen this? Uh-uh. It's good, dude. I keep hearing it. It's good. It's charming. Uh, the, the main character, Midge, her name escapes me. She's great. The whole cast is great. Lots of uh, surprising legacy actors, legacy talent like uh, Kevin Pollack, Tony Shalhoub. Okay. Uh, a lot of great talent in the show. Um, Alex, uh, Alex Borstein, is that her name from yep. Mad TV? Fucking stand out. She's won awards for that, I She's think. so good. Yeah, I'm She's sure. so good. And the little bits Didn't of insight. Didn't she win an Emmy for that? Probably. I don't know. I don't keep up with award shows. Fuck that shit. Okay. Uh, comedy. It's pretty cool. The stand-up comedy. I'm going to give it a shot. Um, it's You're going to give stand-up a shot? I'm thinking about it. It looks fun. <laughs> so I think I'd go far. Could be fun. I could be a guy. Um, might start a podcast with another mediocre white guy. Yeah. Um, Who will then quit stand-up. Yeah. <laughs> so the little bits that it shows us about the life of stand-up, I mean, it's obviously not exactly authentic and real, but there's little bits that made me go, okay, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So as a comic, there's lots of neat little things that, that are charming about it, and then you kind of make you think about your own story coming up in, in, on the scene. Uh, and then uh, we talked a little bit about biopics. What do you think about when there's a, a fictional show that has a quote-unquote real character in it? Did you ever what see you that? Mean? Lenny Bruce is in this. Oh, okay. There's a guy that plays Lenny Bruce, and he's like a recurring character, at least the, the three or four episodes that I'm in. You know, I'm only in about half a couple episodes of the first season. I mean, about halfway. I don't know how long the season mm-hmm. is. But Lenny Bruce is in it. He's great, and he's a fun character. I have no idea if there's any similarity between him and the real Lenny Bruce. Right. But it's I'm enjoying this world that they've created. And I feel like this is a thing that we've also done before, you know, where, like, you have uh, fictitious characters who are... Uh, Take um, uh, Deadwood on HBO had a lot of real characters. Yeah, well, I was thinking of... Um, you know, like any show where or any movie where like uh, they're uh, uh, what's the fucking uh, uh, Detroit Rock City where the kids are trying to get to the Kiss concert. Yeah. Kiss is real, you know. Like, yeah. You know, there's a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, and of course, that kind of where helps. real people exist in, in, a, in a world of fictitious characters. Well, and it helps ground it. And, and, and Maisel in the show, Midge Maisel, her comedy that, that the act that she's developing is not PG. And this is set during the, what, the 1950s, 40s, something like that. Uh, so Lenny Bruce, of course, known for being a, a comic who pushed the, the envelope, known for getting arrested right as he got off stage. Right. So to have him help be a character to kind of shape this world with sure. Midge doing very similar style, you know, obscene, quote unquote, comedy, mm-hmm. I think that helps tell the story. Mm-hmm. And it gives her someone to kind of bounce off of to show, like, how that happened in this world. In this very prude, prurient world. I have important news when we're done. I do. Because right. I just remembered something. You want to go now? We'll get back to my We picks. forgot. No, we didn't. We forgot to talk about something. No, it doesn't sound like us. The second trailer we watched. We watched another trailer? Oh, well, definitely. 
fuck yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, yeah we'll get. That's a pick. Okay, that's a pick. For that's okay. a pick. Stop doing that. It's audible. Nasal's <laughs> <laughs> uh, great. Marvelous Nasal is awesome. Check that out. Also, while you're on Amazon Prime, The Legend of Vox Machina, which is a cartoon mm-hmm. about Dungeons and Dragons style adventurers, mm-hmm. warriors, and mages, and 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 you know gnomes and dwarves, dwarves. and elves and stuff. Great stuff. Cartoon. Uh, very adult. Uh, and the idea is that um, this kind of band of kind of, they're not the best warrior band of mercenaries. They're just kind of, kind of half ragtag ragtag group of, of ne'er-do-wells get suckered into taking on a really big fight to save the kingdom. And it's, are they going to be able to do it or are they all just going to die because they're incompetent fools? Are they going to be able to do it? Or are they going to die? Quick episodes, great animation style. Uh, like I said, very adult humor, very fun. You you and Becky would get a kick out of it. Okay, sweet. Good stuff. Legend of Vox Machina. And then got to throw in something for the kids. Last night I watched Encanto. Yeah. Uh, they're right, folks. Everyone on your Facebook feed is right. It's great. The don't movie's great. Don't. The, the Bruno song don't. is... Uh, don't we don't talk about Bruno? <laughs> oh well, here's the deal. That song's great. You have to talk about Bruno. That song by the uh, um, spoilers by the end they allow it. You're allowed to talk about You're, Bruno. They totally. There's even a line where they're like, "I guess we're talking about Bruno now. <laughs> we can talk about Bruno. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Essentially, um, great little song. But in my opinion, was neither the highlight of the film nor the soundtrack. Yeah, the right. whole damn thing slaps. No, we've discussed it. Great, it's not, not, not on mic. Sure, sure, sure. Not on mic. The, the public needs to know. I forgot. The pu- public check out Encanto. Listen to the soundtrack. Your kids are gonna love it. They will. They will. What do you got? Any picks? We know we got to talk about the 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 one the Kawabunga pack. The Kawabunga collection. Kawabunga collection. We're, I forgot about the alliteration. We're alliterative. Uh, yeah, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Cowabunga Collection coming to PS4 or 5, uh, and maybe something else. We've, it'll probably come to Switch and Xbox Series X as well. They, yeah. These are all, Konami's releasing this. Uh, they released the Castlevania Collection and the Contra Collection, which had uh, a whole bunch of those series of games. This is the same thing. Many, this looks like almost all of the Ninja Turtle games that existed. Yeah, from the early series. Yeah. From, from the Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Game Boy, and arcade days. Yeah. And it's got all of those great games. The beat-em-ups, the action games, the, the, the fighting games, TMNT Tournament Fighters. Mm-hmm. What's great about that, uh, just as a little... So you're getting your Turtles, the arcade game. You're getting your Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. These NES are the ones, Ninja Turtles. Yep. You're getting all the ones that the guys our age grew up on. When you think of the original NES Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, what stage comes to mind? I know you want to say the water stage. It's the one. The water stage with the bombs and the the, the coral or whatever so that electrocuted hard. you. It was so, so hard. hard. I always remember the, the factory stages because mm-hmm. there was that one area where there was that one space gap that you couldn't jump over because the ceiling was too low. And I know it, exactly what you're talking and about. And you turned out you could actually walk over it. Yeah. But they didn't tell you that? Nope. And the whole thing, like, the, the game was obtuse. A little bit. You know? Uh, but, man, did we play the shit out of it. Because we had nothing else. And we loved the Ninja Turtles. And the music. Yeah. So good. All right. But all the arcade games. And then the Tournament Fighters was the Street Fighter 2 yeah, style yeah. one. 
What's the arcade it? games were rad. They were that like the beat 'em ups. Yes, yeah. yes. The That's money. the kind of ones where you get three of your buddies and you play together. Mm-hmm. Great stuff. Really, the Simpsons had a good one. Yep, and that, that's another one. Konami needs to release another arcade collection that's got like more beat 'em ups on it because yeah. they did that Simpsons game too. I think. I think so. Oh, I mean, they had to have because it was like set up identical. X Men. They did an X Men one, one that was yep. super fun. Yeah. Oh, I played the shit out of that one. Man. Oh man. Uh, but yeah, that turtle collection looks great. What I like about the Tournament Fighters game, the Street Fighter 2 game, is they released a version of that on Nintendo, on Super Nintendo, and on Sega Genesis. Mm-hmm. And each one of them was totally different. Nice. Different lineups of characters. So it's this collection is neat if it's got all of those because it's the first time you'll get to play all of those all different those games. Characters. All those characters. And, and all those different matches in one, in one setting. So that'll be nice. cool. Hell yeah, uh, dude. Excited about it. I am too. These collections are great. They're usually at a really reasonable price point, typically around $20. Yeah. This has got a lot of games in it. I would not be surprised if this goes a little higher. 40. 25 30 maybe 40 I could see it starting at $39.99 and then going down. And I'd say it would be worth it either way. For sure. The amount of time you get in that is great. Yeah, for sure. Because this is a collection where I would I would play through almost all of them, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even those Game Boy games, that was something that really excited me. And you know, I'm a, I'm a handheld guy. I like the black and white style of game you game are. design. But those games are Do you not... have those on your handheld? I do. I've got the first one. I, nice. I, I've got the cartridge for the first one. Uh, and I've got ROMs for all of them because I'm, I'm one of those. I'm of course you are. But um, uh, the second Allegedly. and third ones are not easy to find. So just to, to make those available in a way that anybody can play them is great. Right. Just in the, the interest of game preservation. Love it. So. Uh, yeah, I had a couple picks this week. What do you got? Uh, Becky and I just started a um, a two part documentary on Peacock. Both of my picks this week are from Peacock. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, the it's called Perfect World, a Deadly Game. Okay. Uh, it is about um, it's about the show Perfect World, uh, which was the spinoff from the Cosby Show. No, this is about. Oh, that was a different world. A game. Oh, a, an online game called Perfect World. Oh wow. Um. And the world in which uh, it, it's all it's about, uh, uh, you know, the world within this game and the gamers and the trolls within the game and uh, how one troll went from trolling to, um, uh, well, murdering his family and sending the pictures to people in the chat. And uh, and then those people in the chat uh, trying to find him, a la Luca Magnata. Uh, don't fuck with cat style, basically. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, and it's uh, super interesting. So you have like uh, this weird crossover of true crime, uh, uh, murder, and gamer culture. Okay, and it's uh, it's a trip. And then the other one, uh, and it's out in its entirety. Is uh, we watched Joe versus Carol. Oh, how was that? It is so good. Really? Yeah. Because I, especially after two seasons of Tiger King, I kind of felt well, you like you know who's playing Joe. Who is it again? Uh, the guy who played head, who did oh, Hedwig. Oh, uh, John Cameron Mitchell. Yes, thank yeah. you. I, his name escaped me. Yeah. Uh, he's playing Joe, and then, of course, Kate McKinnon is Carol Baskin. That is a great cast. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin is her husband, Harold. Wow. Uh, or is it Harold? What? Her- yeah, I think it's Harold. Uh, Harold Baskin. Harold, yeah, yeah, yeah. Harold Baskin, yeah. And then... Uh, and then Wait, uh, Carol and Harold? No. How- no Howard. Howard. Howard Baskin. Okay, thank, thank God. Woo! <laughs> uh, and there's a bunch, a bunch of people. Uh, pretty much everybody in it is someone you recognize. Okay. Um, well, I say that. That's, that's not true. How many episodes is it? Eight. Wow. Eight episodes. And, we're, and, and hold you all the way through? All the way through. Okay. 
Yeah, it would have easily, we could have easily binged more, but it was one of those where we would have to like, okay, it's, it's, it's late. We can't do another one tonight. Man. Or we would, and one would finish. We'd look at the clock and go, okay, well, when this one, if the next one's over at this time, we could still go to bed. You know, that thing. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. Man. All right. I, uh, yeah, I gotta tell you, this is a one, two punch for Peacock, man. Yeah. You don't see a lot besides uh, besides old Scranton there. And what's funny is, you know how they got us? The goddamn ads. They put the ad for the other show on the one show, and then we said, we got to watch that one now. That's how they do it. That's how they get you. That's how they get you. They're like, no, this is ad-free, except for our ads. Ads for our stuff. That's not an ad. That's just helping you find other content. That's helping you. I mean, it did this time. It did. It did this time. It helps you spend more money in NBC's product. Well, we already spent it. <laughs> Anywho, uh, yeah, good stuff. Ah, gotta love it. Cowabunga, man. Man, I wonder how Pit Pat's doing. I don't know. Let's check in with him. Take it from me. I love you. <laughs>